So today, as I, as I said earlier, um, we're going to be sharing the dirt on myself a little bit. I sent out the message. It said, you'll never guess what people are saying about Matt. Well, you're about to know. So um, we're, taking, we're talking about gossip today and kind of what the Bible says about it. Um, but I want to share a little two stories first, actually. Um, when I was in high school, probably ninth grade, roughly, I went to a summer camp, a church camp, for a week, and I was having the time of my life, made a bunch of friends, apparently made some enemies, though, while I was there as well, because while I was there, um, a rumor started going out about me that, that I wasn't aware of, I didn't know, until somebody came up to me and was like, Matt, do you know what they're saying about you? Like, do you know what these people are saying about you? And they were, they were telling lies about me. Um, to, to a lot of other people that I also didn't know. People I didn't know lying about me to other people that I didn't know. And I remember specifically taking friends that I liked, friends that I met and that I knew from that week, and I'd, I'd like sit them down and I'd be like, hey, I don't know if you heard what they're, what they're saying, but it's not true. And um, I was... I was a lot of times the response was, yeah, Matt, we heard, but we know that's not true. The, the people that knew me didn't believe the lies, didn't believe the gossip. Um, so then there was another story, uh, another time, uh, and this is at a youth group, where I had shared an insecurity with a close friend of mine, something that was true, something that I struggled with and, and was kind of upset about. And... Um, my friend told a bunch of people, uh, and, and that hurt. That, that actually hurt a lot. And even looking back at it as I was like thinking about this story, like it almost feels like a dream. Like it feels like it couldn't have been real. It felt like a nightmare, rather. But that, that somebody I trust would go and, and share that delicate information with a group of people. And, um, you know, when, when they thought I wasn't listening, when they thought I wasn't there sharing that. Uh, so two different instances. In one case, it was a lie. In the other case, it was true. But both times, it was gossip. It was talking behind my back. It was slandering me. Um, and... And I feel like it's important to note that it doesn't have to be a lie to make it gossip. Like, you can't just, like, just because it's a fact doesn't mean you have the right to say it. Doesn't make it not gossip. It's like, no, I know this thing about this person. It's not a rumor. It's not a lie. It's true. Well, it's still gossip. Um, and in both of those times, in less than a week, uh, in moments, in just seconds, in a Christian environment, uh, gossip spread like wildfire. It, that's what happens when somebody says something. When somebody gossips, it, it grows. It's like wildfire, and that's what gossip is. It's wildfire. Um, because at first, you know, a fire on a cold day, um, it, might, it might feel real nice. You know, you might gather around it and be like, oh, I like the warmth 
of this fire. It feels really good, um, but it grows fast and it grows out of control. And um, like wildfire, it's destructive. It doesn't care what it burns. It'll just burn anything. And uh, a wildfire is going to keep on going until it's put out until, or until it runs out of things to burn. Uh, before we get into the Bible, let's pray. Dear God, thanks for today. Thanks for your rain. Thanks for your word. I pray that we can read it and understand and grow closer to you. Help us to have a biblical understanding of um, what we should do with gossip and how gossip affects people, infects us. Uh, thanks for this time. I pray that we worship you, we learn about you, and we grow towards you. Amen. Um, we're going to start in Proverbs, as this is the Wisdom series, and uh, we're looking a lot at the book of Proverbs. So um, from here on out, anytime that it doesn't have a book, it just has numbers, just know that it's Proverbs. Um, so Proverbs eleven twelve says, Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense. But a man of understanding remains silent. Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy in spirit keeps a thing covered. So we see a few things in these two verses. Um, it says, whoever belittles his neighbor, and um, if you don't know, what neighbor is referring to here isn't your next door neighbor, it's not your apartment door neighbor, it's everybody. Everybody is your neighbor. So, whoever belittles anybody lacks sense. And we get that with direct contrast to somebody who has understanding, that they stay silent. Um, and then in the next verse, we see whoever slanders, whoever gossips, whoever says something that's true or false about somebody to make them look bad, they're untrustworthy. Because we see... Right there, that slandering is in direct contrast to somebody that's trustworthy, that keeps a secret covered, that when somebody confides in them, that they keep that secret covered. They don't go about telling everybody the insecurities, even if it's true. When somebody tells you something in confidence, it's not meant to be broadcasted out to everybody. Uh, but this doesn't mean, I want to be clear, this doesn't mean that we never talk about people. In fact, I think that we should talk about people, but in a way that builds them up, in a way um, that celebrates them, in a way that celebrates what they're doing for the Lord. Uh, and I came up with a few examples here that I just wanted to celebrate with you guys. Um, some of you probably know, Brody just got married. Congrats, Brody. <laughs> Um, yeah, Morgan also got, I would have said that, but she's not here. Sorry, Morgan. Um, Bethany and Peter, who come, Peter did the lesson yesterday. They just became aunt and uncles again. Their sister had a baby, which is awesome. I know they're super excited about that. Uh, Ryan and Emily, um, they spent time helping out with the church um, at a meet and greet on the patio to try to encourage um, people to come out and talk and get to know the church. Uh, Kyle and Quinn 
helped me start my car. They were literally pushing it. Like, I'm in the driver's seat just doing nothing, and, and they're behind it and beside it just like, heave. Yeah, so thanks, Kyle and Quinn. Uh, Kyle's not here, but Quinn for helping with that last week. And we, we should build each other up in truth and love. I'm not, I'm not saying not to talk about somebody, but to do it in a way that's building up, not tearing down. Um, something Peter did yester- yesterday, last week, uh, was that he, he gave everybody the opportunity to say something. And I just wanted to take this opportunity to practice, but also to give you guys the chance does anyone have something to say about somebody that's encouraging, building them up? Does anyone have good news that's happened? Yeah, Holly. I want to do a shout out to Quinn. Yeah. Um, offering his equipment and everything for Brody's skit that he wrote mm-hmm. for uh, VBS. So that's a double, Quinn and Brody for helping out with VBS. In the skit for BBS. Awesome. Snader and Holly, yeah, <laughs> helping out. Yeah, Quinn. Uh, I talked to Logan the other week, and I'm excited to see him before you. Yeah. That's awesome. And I do have one more that uh, Anna got engaged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throw that bad boy off. Yeah. I know everybody wants to see it now. After, please. Let's, yeah. Yeah, Nick got engaged. That's crazy. That's crazy. He's not here, though, so uh, I'm not going to say that. Sorry, Nick and Morgan uh, and Kyle. So, um, but, no, I think, I think we need to build each other up. Uh, and I do, uh, do want to put a disclaimer that... Um, there are things that need to be shared. Um, I don't want you to be under the impression that if somebody, you know, a minor tells you that their parents are beating them, that you need to keep that covered, that you need to conceal that and keep it a secret. Um, or if somebody's having suicidal thoughts and tendencies that you not telling anybody is doing them a favor. I don't want you to think that way. Um, because, like, getting people help that they don't think they want. Um, that's not gossip. That's just loving them in a way that, that they can't understand. Um, so I did want to make that clear. Uh, I came across an unofficial definition of gossip, but I really liked it. And maybe it is the official one. But it says, gossip is talking to somebody who is not a part of the problem or solution about somebody else that isn't present. And I'm going to say that again, that gossip is talking about somebody that's not a part of the solution or problem about somebody who's not in that conversation. So going forward, we'll kind of use that as, uh, as the definition. Um, and I think it's safe to say that none of us want to be gossiped about. I certainly don't want to any more than I already have. Um, and I think that it's also safe to say that we probably all, to some degree, think that slandering people's name is bad, right? I mean, if you disagree with that, I, come talk to me, because I don't understand that, that stance. Uh, 
So I, th I think that we can both, everyone can agree on those two things though. So why do we do it? Why do we gossip? Why do we want to hear gossip? Uh, when, when everybody you know, starts talking about that one person, doesn't it just feel good? Like, don't we want to hear? Don't we want to partake in that? Like, why? If we don't want to be gossiped about, and we know that slandering somebody's wrong, why, is it, why does it feel so good? Well, the Bible acknowledges that in chapter 18, 8. Um, it says, the words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down in the inner parts of the body. And uh, if anyone has their, their Bible, they can turn to Proverbs 26, 22, which is um, just a few chapters after 18, obviously. That's how numbers work. And um, somebody that gets it, uh, if you could tell me what's interesting about Proverbs 26, 22, I'd appreciate that. If somebody finds it, anybody that finds it first, um, we're going there. Yeah. What's, what's interesting about it? You don't have to read it, but looking at that and looking at this, what's interesting about that verse? It's almost exactly the same. It, it, it is exactly the same. Yeah. Any difference is just going to be a difference of, um, like, this is ESV. You might have NIV, uh, King James, anything like that. But, like, they are verbatim. Uh, and, and I think it's really interesting that that the Bible would have this verse in twice. It's not the only verse that's duplicated. But because it's in there twice, I'm going to read it again. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down in the inner parts of the body. The words of a whisperer, like delicious morsels. It describes it as delicious morsels. And I recently watched a really disturbing movie. Um, it was like super, I don't do horror movies, but this was like super scary. A lot of disturbing scenes in it. Um, it, it just, maybe you wouldn't understand unless you saw it. And I'm not gonna stand here and describe it and I'd probably get kicked out of the building. Um, you might've heard of it though, Pinocchio. You might've heard of the movie. Uh, and in the movie, there were two characters and, well, there were a lot, but these two specifically were Cat and Fox. That were their names. It was Cat and Fox. And they were scammers. They would do anything to earn a dishonest meal or a dishonest wage. Uh, and in the movie, they're, they're saying what they were always looking for was a nibble. That's what they said. Oh, could I just have a nibble? Oh, can we just go get a nibble? Can I have a nibble of that? And um, they got Pinocchio to pay for them to go get a nibble. And um, the nibble ended up being a feast. Um, and that's what gossip's like. You see, it's just this little nibble. You think, oh, it's just a little nibble. It's just a morsel. It looks so sweet. So you go to take a bite, and it's delicious. It tastes good. It's something that, that we enjoy, and you want more until you find yourself just feasting on gossip, on the whispers and gossip of slandering somebody else. It's just a morsel. It's just a nibble. And I don't want to ignore the second part of both of these verses um, where it says that 
they go down in the inner parts of the body. And I'm just curious, what do you want inside of you? What do you want to be inside of you, in your heart, in your mind, in your soul? Do you want it to be lies about people, slanderous thoughts, making people look bad? Or do you want it to be truth and love? Because when you take the morsel, it goes down to the inner parts of the body. And that's not what I want flowing out of me, personally. I don't want uh, to be known for, like, oh, Matt is just a bubbling well of gossip, just oozes with lies and just whispers of everything anyone's ever told him, whether it's true or, or false. That's not the name that I want for myself. It's not how I want people to see me. That's not what I want inside of me. The next thing I want to say about gossip is that it destroys friendships. Um, and this is another reference to a movie that, uh, I, again, I'm not remembering the name of it right now, but I'm sure you've seen it. Um, there's like, like this person, we'll call them A, um, and there's this other person, B, down here. And A and B are having a problem with each other. So A goes to C and is like, hey, you'll never believe what uh, B did to me. And C's like, oh, that's ridiculous. And then C goes and tells B what A said. And then A goes off to D, E, F, G and talks to every letter of the alphabet except for B about what these problems are that they're having. I know you've seen it. What's the name of that movie? I'm sure you've seen it because it's like the plot of every Hallmark movie and it's like the plot of every movie that like stars human beings. Um, that's the plot where A and B have an issue but they talk to C, D, E, F, G about it. And isn't it kind of heartbreaking because we can see the whole picture. We see A through Z, and we know, like, oh, if only A would talk to B, if only A would be, like, straight with B, this wouldn't be a problem. It's a misunderstanding. It's just gossip. It's hearsay. They don't truly have as big of a problem as what everybody believes they have. Um, it's so frustrating because we see that. It would just be resolved if they were to talk to each other instead of about each other. And I want you to remember that, that we need to talk to each other, not about each other. Uh, oh, yeah. Proverbs 16, 28 says, A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. The NIV puts it that a gossip separates close friends. And I love that term, a gossip. A gossip. When A's talking to C. When A's doing everything except talking to B. Anyone here ever been like separated from a close friend? Yeah, probably everybody. And it kind of stinks, doesn't it? Um, let me give you one really good tip on how to not lose friends. I'm not saying you're never going to lose a friend again, but one good tip on not to lose a friend is don't gossip. Don't gossip about them. Don't gossip to them. 
It can happen in an instant. It can happen before you even recognize, before you realize that you're doing it. And I want you to realize the power that you do hold. In one hand, you have ammunition. You have the ability. Any one of you have in their hand the ability to hurt me, the ability to go talk to people about me, about things that are you wouldn't even have to lie. Honestly, you wouldn't. And hurt me. And I, I could do the same for any of you. And like, I'm not proud of that, but it's the truth. That like, we're not that good of people. We all have things about us that if we're to be broadcasted to other people, that it's going to hurt us. That's the truth. And if we wanted to rip apart our friendship, the friendship that we have, we could for sure go talking about what you hold in this hand, about the ammunition, the lies or truth about each other. It wouldn't be hard. But that's just one hand. Because in the other hand, we have something totally different. We have the ability to build each other up, the ability to grow closer as friends, the ability to encourage each other. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. So you have the choice which hand you're going to reach out. You have the choice if you want to reach out the hand of gossip or if you want to reach out the hand of encouragement. If you want to reach out one that's going to separate us or if you want to reach out the one that's going to bring us together and make us stronger. You have the choice. You have both in your hands. The last thing I want to go over is stopping the fire. Remember, I compared gossip to wildfire. Um, and I want to talk about that. In Proverbs 26, 20, it says, For lack of wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no whisperer, quarreling ceases. If you're building a fire in your home, in your fireplace, and you, you pull out all the wood, other than burning your hands, what's going to happen? There isn't going to be a fire. There's not going to be any wood to burn. There's no fuel for the fire. And just the same happens when, when you put an end to gossip. When you pull the logs of slander out of the coral, out of the, the fire, the flame is snuffed out. There's nothing to burn when you pull out the gossip. One more story, and then, and then we'll split up. Actually, we're going to do something a little different, and then we'll split up. Uh, but I like to disc golf. If you haven't ever seen a disc for disc golf, they're, um, they're sharp. Not like razor blades, but like you wouldn't want to get hit with one. Uh, and one time my dad and I were at a tournament, and we were warming up. And for whatever reason, we were warming up in an area that wasn't big enough. And my dad threw the disc, and it hit a car. And it scratched the car, dented the car. And, um, yeah, like that's not good. Like that's, that's obviously a problem. So my dad went and found somebody that he thought was the owner of the vehicle and said, hey, come look at your car. Um, I did this. I'm really sorry. And the person said, oh, don't worry about it. It's really not a big deal. That's not a problem. Uh, and it wasn't until it was. 
Uh, months later, uh, one of my friends was out disc golfing and happened to be disc golfing with the owner of that vehicle. And the owner of that vehicle was mad, like slandering the hench name, gossiping about us to the other disc golfers, giving us a bad name. And my friend Eric was like, he heard this A to C conversation where, where they were skipping the person that was directly part of the problem or solution. They heard this A to C conversation and he said, hold on, that doesn't, I know those guys and that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like them. So he came to me and, and told me just what I told you. And uh, my dad got connected with the owner of the vehicle. And as it turned out, my dad originally talked to the owner's brother, who apparently didn't care near as much about his brother's car <laughs> as his brother did. And um, they had a sensible conversation. It was an A-B conversation where the only people involved were part of the problem or part of the solution. They had a sensible conversation. Instead of slandering the hench name to C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, they're able to come to a quick and mutual understanding. The fire was extinguished. The quarrel stopped when the gossip ended. When he stopped slandering our name and instead of talking about each other, he talked to my dad. It stopped. Um, there's this one church that has the 24-hour rule, which I thought was really interesting. And the concept of the 24-hour rule is anyone that's staff, um, let's say, I, I'm not staff, but we'll say, if Brody came up to me and said, Matt, something, 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 Ryan. And I was like, okay, hold on. I have to stop you, Brody. You have 24 hours to tell Ryan that you have this problem with him, or I'm going to tell Ryan that you have this problem with him. And, and I think it's such an interesting concept. And I'm not saying that I'm going to do that. I'm not saying that that's something that needs to happen. Maybe it does. Um, but just think about it. Imagine if any time you talked about somebody, that in the next 24 hours, that message got conveyed to them. What would that be like? Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? Because it could be good. That could be a really good thing. If, uh, you know, if Nick finds out that I'm really happy for him for, for getting engaged, he's not going to be upset about that. But if I said things that maybe weren't true or things that were to make him look bad and somebody told him 24 hours later, all of a sudden Nick and I are going to have a problem. So would you be excited to have your conversations go that way? Would it be a conversation that would encourage and build up that person you're talking about? Or would it cause quarrels? Would it separate friendships? It might feel really good at the time to gossip, to slander somebody, just a nibble, just a morsel. But it grows. It grows in you, and it grows out of you, and it grows into a fiery destruction. A fire that hurts, 
a fire that breaks up even the closest friends. A fire that must have the wood removed from it to stop. Remove the fuel. Remove the gossip. Don't talk about each other, but talk to each other. And encourage one another. So, like I said, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, I I am going to pray, and we will break up into prayer groups. I don't have discussion questions, but what I have is a task. Before you break up into groups of two or three, um, encourage each other. Take the time, walk around, find somebody that you need to encourage. You need to tell them something that you're really happy that they did or something great they did. Encourage each other, build each other up. After you've done that, you can split up into the groups of two or three. And I do want to warn you, some of you might not get encouraged. And that's not what this is about. This isn't about getting encouraged. This is about encouraging people. So don't, don't be sad if, if somebody doesn't come up to you and, and say all the great things you're doing. Instead, encourage them. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this group, for your word, for loving us when we don't deserve it. I pray that we, um, that we don't gossip, that we put an end to gossip, that we take the logs out of the fire of gossip. And I think some of us need to repent from that right now before we even encourage people. So I'm sorry for when I talk about people in a way that makes them look bad. When I talk about people instead of to people. I pray that you forgive us for that. Rid, rid us of that. And help us to be people that encourage and build up. Thank you. Help us to love better. Amen. And maybe... Maybe some of you guys need to repent. Like, in fact, I'm, I know some of you need to repent. Like, it's that easy to gossip that before you get up and encourage people, maybe take a second and just pray that you're sorry. Just ask for forgiveness. So uh, I'm going to leave the room silent for a second, let people do that, and then I'll... Uh, dismiss you to encouragement.